Praise the Lord and welcome you all at the St. James Online Zoom service. Today's readings are taken from 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 verse 16 to 22 and then following from chapter 9 verse 1 to 5 and we will see about giving how Paul is encouraging the people of Corinth to give to the Lord and it's not only about giving but then what you will receive back according to Paul he has said that what you are going to receive back and let's let's pray and see how Paul is encouraging these people to give and what are his implications on our lives too Father God thank you for this wonderful day O Lord Master we humbly bow down before you we come to your throne of grace O Lord Master take control of our mind O Lord Father God Whatever, O Lord, wrongdoings are in us, O Lord, take it away from us, O Lord. Master, once again, O Lord, I pray that whatever comes from my mouth, O Lord, from my lips, O Lord, let it be acceptable in your sight, let it come from you, O Lord. Father God, once again, O Lord, I give you the entire congregation in your hands, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, we see that in this reading, Paul is calling the people of Corinthians to give generously. So the message will go like we will see how Paul is writing to the Corinthians and then we will see how he wants to convey the message. At the same time we will see like Jesus Christ when he was on the earth what did he say about giving? or what were the things which he brought forward and did it make a real change in the lives of people and finally I will conclude with saying that how it is also important in our lives to give to the Lord so here when we see that Paul was writing to Corinthians and in the earlier verses in chapter 8 he was telling about the Macedonians who were quite forward in giving and Paul wanted that Corinthians also should come forward with that eagerness to give. They were quite forward a year before and then they were lagging afterward. That's why Paul wanted to encourage these people to give more generously. Now if we see the brief history of Corinth, Corinth was a city which was situated on the port and this city in Paul's days it was a flourishing city because it was a trading city we can say because of the port people were coming to the land or going from to from the land to the other parts of the world like Middle East there was a way to go from this current city and because there was people going coming the business were going like on a large scale and the Corinthians were also quite rich in those days and not only rich but then they accepted the word of God they accepted that Jesus is only the Christ and that's why they were quite forward in passing on the message of the Lord. And when we look into Paul, Paul wanted that these people should give because we see that anything if it wants to function, that that system should have some finance into it. Any government, any kingdom, if they want to go forward, they need money. When we see our salaries, 
we we don't complain sometimes we get 20% deduction but then sometimes when we are above the threshold what it happens is automatically 40% is deducted but we don't complain because it's a system it runs on on the way like it runs in olden days the kingdom used to run like that the king used to collect tax from the people in terms what they did was they gave protection to the people and then the that way it was working and paul also he knew how the system is working because paul was quite a learned man and he wanted the church to be functioning as a whole and if we see here why he is asking these people to give generously is because he also wanted them to receive the blessings coming back to jesus christ when we see when jesus christ was on this earth we we see that how jesus christ spoke about giving in too many instances jesus christ did speak about money for our spiritual benefit we will take three different things here and try to see that what we can learn from that so here i have chosen one is the parable of old widow who has given everything secondly we will look into the good samaritan and thirdly we look into zacchaeus so this old widow when she went what she did was she went into the temple and she gave what all she had she didn't say that let me keep something because i am poor i am widow i don't have any means let me keep but then what she did was generously she gave everything she had and that everything made a difference in the kingdom of god and then jesus christ points out that what all she had she was giving it to the lord and that's a very big thing secondly if we see it was zacchaeus when jesus christ was traveling he did go to a place where people were always crowding him and he went to a certain place and he saw that there was a man who was who also was eager to see jesus christ and he was sitting on the sycamore tree and this man his name was zacchaeus maybe he has heard you know that he has heard that jesus was jesus christ of nazareth he is going to come to his own city or to his own town and what he did was he was eager to see that person he wanted to know who is jesus christ what he is doing here let me see and then that in his heart he was like feeling that he should he should see this person and that feeling has brought him closer to jesus christ because when he he cannot see because this he was a man of a short stature and he knew that he was quite short he cannot see jesus christ so what he did was he climbed up that tree just to see jesus christ and jesus christ out of love in his heart towards that man or towards zacchaeus he said zacchaeus come down i want to come with you and jesus christ here self invited himself into zacchaeus house and zacchaeus was very much humbled he came down he took jesus christ but then if we see who was this person he was a tax collector and then he even though he was a jew he was working under the roman empire because he was a tax collector so he had all the authority to grab money to grab land or whatever he gets just to bring maybe he is not giving his entire money to the roman government he is keeping for himself and then in the eyes of public in those days he was a sinner because he did lot of things which were because he was in control he was in power he was able to 
do extortion maybe he was able to take money from the poor and all these things made him very rich and this man when he saw jesus christ called him down and then went with him he ate with him and then out of love for jesus christ he knew that he was a sinner but then jesus christ has forgiven his sins without saying anything what he did was he gave all his riches whatever he had he gave it to the poor he gave them back and then it made him feel happy because he not only accepted the lord but he obeyed the command or obeyed his he was in having the obedience that he needs to give whatever he had and he gave it back maybe he has given more than what he had but he gave everything back and in in the eyes of jesus christ he was not a sinner because christ has taken away his sin when he saw him straight away christ knew that his this person is going to be not to not a sinner but he will lead a life which is righteousness and the third third instance or third thing when we see that the good samaritan the story of good samaritan we all know what has happened but still we need to see into these three people how they were when we see that this man who was robbed by the robbers and then he was left to die there they took away everything and then in the story we see that there are two certain people one is a levite one is the priest who comes there and then they just look at him but then they just walk away they don't do anything but then they walk away and then when we see the third person who comes from there maybe he is a frequent traveler he knows what is happening in that place because when traveling from jerusalem to jericho there is a small part of wilderness where these people have to travel and in this wilderness lot of incidences like robberies will happen people will they will try to take away everything from the travelers from the merchants or who those who are traveling from there and then this good samaritan what he did was he saw that man he nursed his wounds and then he saw he is not able to talk also but if we see in real life maybe if that was a jew and this is a samaritan they hated each other to death maybe he could have never stopped in front of if he was a jew he might have anger he might be thinking of revenge against this samaritan but this samaritan he never thought of that what he did was he just took him he took him on his own donkey or the beast which he had and then he took him to the other place where there was a inn or a hotel we can say and he not only just took him there but what he did he gave the money to the innkeeper and he said take care of this person the next day he gave what it should be enough for that to take care but at the same time he did say that if you need more when i come next time i will pay you back but look after that person and this samaritan what he did was a very big thing in itself so brothers and sisters if we look into this story we see that three different characters or perspectives are there in in these three different perspectives you see the first one was the they are the robbers what they did was they took the money away from him so it was a character in which what belongs to you is mine and i will take it by force i will take it because it is mine what belongs to you is mine the second thing when we see these other two people when they come they don't look at him they don't want to get involved so what they think is whatever is belonging to me is mine only and i don't want to share with you or don't want to give with you give 
give it to you. And what they do is they just turn away from it. When we see into this third character, the good Samaritan, what he does is he didn't think of that. He didn't think that whatever he had is mine or whatever mine is mine. But he thought in the other way. Whatever is given to me is given by God and I should do something because he saw a human being like lying in the wound or maybe he's dead, half dead, we don't know. But then what he did was out of that love for another human, what he did, he did whatever he can to help that person. And that's the third character we can see that it, it doesn't matter whatever I am having, but I will give it or I will spend it for others. And that three characters or different perspectives we can see in the human nature as well. And that's why Jesus Christ, when he was on this earth, he wanted to bring these characters out and let the people know that how we should be giving. And when we see all these three different stories, we can say, because one is the real life and other two are the parables, but it was witnessed by Jesus Christ. So he knew these two other things. And when we see this, the old widow, what she did was out of faith, she gave everything. She didn't say, let me keep. But then what she did was she trusted in God because she knew that God will pay her back or God will take care of her. Whatever she gives doesn't matter. So she gave everything. And in her life, maybe she had a lot of experiences in which after giving, she has received more. Because the way of God works like when you give, he gives you back. Maybe not one fold, but ten folds he gives you back. When we see into the life of Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was a man who used to take everything or he used to take by force from people. But then out of love, when he saw that Jesus Christ has loved him, Jesus Christ has forgiven his sins and that made him think that let me give whatever I have, I will give it back to God. And when we see the good Samaritan, what he does was he never thought of what he had because he knew he, even though he is a traveler or he is going through this way, he might be a rich person, nothing is said about him. But then whatever he had, what he did, he was able to give it back or look just to make sure that human being is not suffering. The one who had seen or one who he has seen is not suffering. So what he did was he gave what all he had on that journey back to him and these three characters are quite common if we see the brothers and sisters here if we see paul in the beginning of chapter 8 we see that he is comparing the corinthians to the macedonians and he wanted to tell them like it's not just a command but then it was a call that these people should give and the macedonians when they were quite forward if we see in giving but Paul clearly says that when when you are giving is given for the kingdom of God and then at the same time in verse 20 he is saying that you need you don't need to worry like what is given or what the money is spent on because everyone he has told about the accountability that whatever will happen the money is going for the good cause only and if we see there is a system always if we see our our church also we we have a system whatever money we put in it is accountable and there are certain ways where we spend no one is allowed to do it on his own but then we have a team who decides 
and then we spend the money. It's not like one person says, I want to do this and then it is signed off. But then there is a way because we are accountable to everything. And here Paul has clearly said in verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 20 about accountability. But then again he says like Paul wanted to clearly say that in verse 12 he says it doesn't matter how much you have. What matters is how much you are willing to give from what you have. Very important brothers and sisters it is your willingness how much you want to give. Again when we see that this pandemic during this pandemic it was not easy but then the government gave money to a lot of people and that was a big thing in itself but at the same time when we see our church our congregation we opened our doors our vicars they have opened the doors for the church to make the food and distribute among the poor those who were needy the elderlies when someone approached then they we opened our church doors so that they can make food and distribute it and that was a big thing as a as a community to work in the community it was quite a big thing and that's why when we see that it's not giving is not only materialistic giving but then god is calling us to give what we have how much we have and we need to be willing to give what we have so in this one it's not only i can say about money but then again your skills and talents they are also quite important they are very important when we are functioning or when we are running something and these skills and talents can be used for the kingdom of God. When we are, we want to give what we have, I will tell you brothers and sisters, God will surely use your skills and talents for his kingdom to make a difference in his kingdom or to bring more souls into his kingdom. So brothers and sisters, I would like to challenge you or to encourage you that give what you have. And Paul, when we see, he didn't command them, but then what he did was, he was asking them or he was calling them rather than that i would say that he was again challenging them to see that the macedonians are quite good at giving and then the corinthians also should be in the forefront that was paul's willingness so brothers and sisters again i will say that it's not important what but it's important how much you are giving to god and what you are giving what talents what money you have or what you have how much you are giving for the kingdom of God. That is very important. And when we say about giving, I would like to again emphasize on Malachi chapter 3.10, which is a verse like we all need to memorize what God says about our giving. So I would like to read the verse. I am the Lord all powerful and I challenge you to put me to the test. Bring the entire 10% into the storehouse so there will be food in my house. Then I will open the windows of heaven and flood you with blessings after blessing. So brothers and sisters, what God says here clearly is bring what you have. He's asking about 10%, but I will tell you, bring what your skills and talents or money you have into the kingdom of God. Give generously so that it, you don't worry about how the things are functioning, but then so that you will receive the blessings. Because it is very important to have blessings from the heaven, blessing from our heavenly God, blessing from our living Savior Jesus Christ, the blessing of the Holy Spirit, which we will receive in turn. And 
when we receive this blessing i will tell you brothers and sisters your life is going to get changed so don't think what is happening with the money or what is happening with the talent or skills but bring it to the house of the lord and god will surely bless you in coming days so that he will use you mightily for his kingdom and for his glory amen